It's time once again for another episode of All That's Jazz, the podcast that explores everything in the world of jazz. And here now is your host, Alan Scott. Hello and welcome to All That's Jazz. In this episode, we will continue our conversation with Donald Rossa, the owner of the iconic Denver music venue called Dazzle Jazz. During the previous episode, we spoke a little bit about uh, the background of its owner, the history and development of Dazzle as one of Denver's most beloved and treasured community assets. Then COVID-19 pandemic hit, and Dazzle, like so many other venues for live music throughout the world, was faced with a problem. They were faced with a possible shutdown, like so many other people, which I called a slap in the face to the operation. And Donald Rossa then issued me a challenge to change the way that I looked at this and to think like he did and consider it a kiss on the cheek. Today, we'll find out more about what he meant and what he did to cope with this pandemic. Welcome back, Donald. Thank you very much. Nice to be back. So today, we'll we'll focus on what you have done in the face of pandemic, and then also uh, what you feel like maybe some of the future might hold for all of us as to whether there'll be a new normal once we get past this uh, pandemic, uh, or what your vision might be for the future. In the meantime, uh, you have engaged in a program called Dazzle Presents, and today I'd like to explore that with you, uh, because it seems like it's an all-encompassing thing, and it's a very optimistic, ambitious, and certainly, I think, commendable program that you've taken on to, like you said, uh, consider the pandemic a kiss on the cheek. So explain uh, in a a little bit of a nutshell what Dazzle Presents is, and then we'll move deeper into it. Uh, You know, uh, Dazzle Presents was created right after the uh, club shutdown, you might want to say, the government uh, shutdown because of uh, the unknowns of uh, covid 19 and uh, you are then faced with a uh, a new chart of music or, or a new path in which to you know move forward and um, you know I, I just I really have a, a great team of people that uh, you know have been unrelenting through the, the you know the last 23 years and wasn't going to let another new uh, hiccup I, I call them interfere with the art and, or the business you know we had, we had to had to deal with some things business-wise. And the, the general thing was, well, what can we do? And how can we continue to present the art? And so I'm always of the, of how many balls can you throw and then which will stick? And so we threw a, a lot of them and we had a lot of positive feedback from many, many people. But of course, you know, the beginning of that was with any situation is you you come together as a community and, and see how you can work through these things. And it's the community of our people. It's it's the community of you know jazz. And so you then you know do what we're best at, and that's improvising. And and first things that we thought about was just using the the camera or the video phones that everybody has, and how can we demonstrate our arts? And we took the the, the word art. And uh, we expanded it to every medium, whether it was cooking, whether it was 
one of the main focuses that you know we we were passionate about was you know kids and, and the or, or the music students and i'll say kids because I, I think it can say that at 60 now but what are they going to do with their end of year programs and and all the studies that they did throughout the uh, school year with wonderful teachings and whatnot so we just challenge people to to perform music you know solo and 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 self-record themselves and we developed a platform on our on our website dazzlepresents.com and you know people just started submitting art we had uh Every every type of art you can imagine, every age you can imagine, every, you know, and it it's it started out as I guess you would say a cute thing, but you know the, there was for all intent and purposes, if you don't give continue to give stage and platform to the artists to express themselves, I guess the, then there is an uncertain timely death and. But you know we just weren't going to go there. And anyways, we had a, a lot of success with that. We created a, a platform for students to go to, the more established artists to go to. And then we did, started having staff members, you know, well, what are all the favorites of Dazzle? And how do you make macaroni and cheese? And how do you make our salmon dish? How do you make, you know, some of our favorite drinks? And all the staff got involved. But it was a unique time for our staff to come together and to listen and to engage our people. And then we further said, well, the gig employee was not getting paid. And how can we get those folks to be paid? Because they weren't getting unemployment benefits. They weren't getting anything like that. And they were a suffering bunch, and they still are to this day, because they're the independent contractor and, and the unrecognized worker, that on top of all the restaurant workers. So, you know, we started a, a GoFundMe campaign for the, the staff of Dazzle. The goal was to get every employee at least a thousand bucks. I, I think we made like uh, a third of that. They each got a check for about 300 bucks. We had some fabulous donations from, you know, wonderful people. So that helped the, the cause of the restaurant worker. But still what remained was the cause of the artist getting paid so we uh, started to include their Venmo accounts, their PayPal accounts, and it, it all of these things just started to blossom into one thing after another. And, you know, as a presenter, you go, well, why isn't the artist producing music? And two to three months, four months later, I, I, I come to understand that they're absorbing the emotion and, and you can you can see that they were translating it into their art. and. And today, five, six months into the pandemic, mm -hmm. you see all this new art emerging. And now we're establishing an even bigger platform. And with our relationships that we established with Colin Bricker over at uh, Mighty Fine Productions, we then started to put uh, live streams together so that uh, the world could see our musicians. And it's uh, pretty focused on the Colorado mu uh, music and the Colorado musician. And now if you go to uh, YouTube or, or to uh, our Facebook uh, or not, well, and Facebook and to our website, dazzlepresents.com, you can see all of the, I think we're into a, a couple hundred live streams that we have done and, um, and the ability to this day uh, and, this was all funded through the generosity of, of some great jazz donors. 
and also uh, the giving of, of, like I said, Mighty Fine Productions. And we're still doing this, is, is trying to touch every single artist and give them an opportunity to stream their music and, and to make a buck or two so they can still put food on the table and, and still have their jobs at the end of the day. That's important. Survival of the art is important, needs to continuously be played, and that's my long-winded answer. <laughs> so how is it that people that are fans of what you're doing able to experience Dazzle Presents? Uh, is there paid admission to view some of the uh, online performances or attend a cooking class to <laughs> learn how to cook the incredible mac and cheese that is at Dazzle, which is, I think, probably the best mac and cheese on the planet Earth. <laughs> it is so. that good. <laughs> you don't give away the secrets to that, do you? Oh, yes, we did. We, we, we finally gave up the secret, and my business partner, Matt Ruff, makes it in his kitchen and does a mighty fine job of it, and and uh, you can enjoy your mac and cheese while you, uh, you know, listen to a, a stream of your local favorite musician. So do you express um, it, ship some of this? <laughs> say what? Would you express ship some of this? Yeah, <laughs> to sure. Our listeners, you, <laughs> you know the uh, as it's as the streaming is evolving, it's you know it's evolving to you know, there, there's a lot of complicated legal things that you have to put into all, all you know licensing fees uh, due to other artists and uh, whether it's through ASCAP, BMI, CSAC following you know the protocols and rules of that to make sure that you know music produced by other musicians is is rightfully paid for sure um but we're you know our focus is becoming uh more into original music and, and giving the the musician time and space in which to now produce their original music and stream it and we're working with a, a new company it's called tixr t-i-x-r There'll be a, a new platform for us where we are trying to enter a phase into streaming where we want people now, you know, for the last five to six months, we have had generous people provide the monies to put these uh, streams for free. But in the end, that money eventually goes away and we're not able to sustain that. So we have to find other ways in which to uh, to make that happen. And so... We did a lot of homework and we found this organization called Tixar. And so uh, we are going to be doing ticketed events. And, and I think the average cost for a ticket event is going to be like about 10 bucks, where you can sit in your uh, lounge chair at home and eat your macaroni and cheese delivered by Dazzle and you know pay 10 bucks and, and, and watch a live stream of some you know great original music. You know, I, and I almost think that this is in a way a, a a special godsend because there has always been this, um, you know, what is Denver's music? What does it sound like? Rather than playing everybody else's music, this really gives the opportunity for the local artists, the Colorado artists, really to define its sound, its vision, its um, and, and and let it go places and and let the consumer, you know, paying the ten bucks to. Uh, to get the, you know, again, to, to encourage these musicians and to uh, make the music live. Sure, and, and what a great thing it is because uh, you have people that are either local or regional musicians that are chomping at the bit for that opportunity to showcase their work. 
and you're giving them this chance because under normal circumstances, they wouldn't be playing on your stage as frequently as they are and with the uh, graciousness that you are providing uh, at this stage. And, and I think it's really great because you're starting to see, wow, I didn't know these people could do that or uh, I forgot about this type of music or that type of performance. And it's at truly wonderful to be exposed to new and up-and-coming or well-established, but not given that one big chance, if you will, to uh, hit the main stage. 100% agree. And, you know, and one of the things that, you know, the team decided also to do was not, you know, what is jazz? And, every, and you know, if you ask that question to 100 people, you're going to get 100 different answers and so, you know, rather than being so specific, we've really opened up, you know, to the blues, the gospel, to the to a little bit of rock. You know, we just established an, an alliance with the, the uh, a symphony, and and uh, you know, from bluegrass to you know, th- there's there's so much music, and there's so much original music. I just think this is one of those defining moments. And and again, if if we we followed that roadmap that was established, you know, by the the last epidemic in 1918. Just keep on letting art flourish. You know, again, the Art Deco era happened, and the Roaring Twenties happened, and that's really the, the the beginning creations of of jazz. Uh, and then, you know, and then how it exploded thereafter. So mm-hmm. I think we're on the right track. And you know, I, I and our team believes in that and. And we started some uh, new initiatives this week. You know, we're doing random pop-ups and working with East High School and working with the Denver uh, Youth All-Star Band. And we're just going to do unannounced pop-ups where the kids are, you know, COVID safe with their parents and, and making sure that, you know, people respect social distancing. But, you know, find places for these kids to play their music. They can't play it at school because school right now is, isn't isn't happening. And and some of these great teachers, the only way they can do it, teach the music is zooming. Right. And so the, this gives the kids a, a live music experience, which they need. In addition, we also uh, started uh, an initiative with uh, Volunteers of America, where um, instead of criticizing the homeless, we're going to start playing music for the homeless. You know, my, my mother was a, a, a homeless person and I lived some of the roads in, in homelessness in my youth and that sort of thing. And, and, but my mother always insisted on music as, as, as a guiding force. And uh, it's kind of led me to where I am today. But you know, th- through myself and Dwight Thompson, you know, we are going to work with VOA and, and come to their areas and play music. Well. Um, and, and I think you know, this is all a part of this Dazzle Presents. It's let's get out there and present the music and let's keep it playing. And, and we can't do enough of it. You know, having our bigger institutions shut down, you know, from, you know, Red Rocks to the DCPA to all these other things. You know, uh, I see some of these other little venues starting to open back up and play the music and it's going to happen. You're doing it in fine style. You're not only combining uh, the virtual platform for presenting some of this, but you're also, as you alluded to, at safe distancing and uh, under cautionary conditions, uh, you're having live performances. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we're, 
we're doing them at Dazzle, and right now we give the musicians, you know, three choices. I've made a small investment in in streaming capabilities, so we're going to be doing more streaming on the Dazzle stage at, at the Bowers Building. But musicians will have three three choices in which to present music, either without an audience and streaming only, with an audience with no streaming, or a combination of the two. Musicians, in their own right, have uh, the ability to make their own choices on the whole nature of COVID and how they feel most comfortable in performance. They do want to perform and they do want choices and they do want options. So we're going to provide that. Um, let's not stop the music. Let's find creative ways in which to perform it and get it out to the public. So do you have a uh, limited audience size? Uh, that's one of the main objectives. Yeah, we can only do uh, 50 people inside Dazzle, where we ha- were able to do up to, in all the rooms, up to 300 people was our occupancy rate. You know, on a good Friday, Saturday night, we would do up to, you know, 450 people a day uh, through shows and lunches and, and things like that. And now we're doing, if we're lucky, we'll do about, our, our average count on a daily basis is about 30 people. But on the live stream, uh, most of our live streams are, are getting seen by 1,000 to 2,000 people per stream. Oh, that's great. Yes. And, you know, the outside events are more well attended, obviously, than, than the, uh, the inside events. Like I said, the average attendance of a show at Dazzle is about 30. We can afford to do about four of them a week. And every once in a while, we'll have a sellout at 50 I think in the month of September, we had two of those. And uh, during, um, but at, at all these other venues that we're popping up at, whether it's at the, we're doing, have a relationship with the Arvada Center. We've had sellouts over there with a farmer's markets, with a, a garden center and things like that. It's just, uh, it's a lot of creative thinking and uh, people are coming out for that. You know, uh, we did one two weeks ago with East High School stu- jazz students kids made uh, it was a, a six tet and and the, the kids made 30 bucks each and you would have thought that they made their first hundred thousand dollars you know i mean they were just How as happy as could be but the music taught by keith oxman who's uh, you know self-quarantined since the epidemic started but those students you, you know you could tell keith was right with them and you know right after the show they were all zooming keith oxman and 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 so that was pretty cool as well. Awesome. So until now, when you have this developing relationship with Tixar and uh, the eventuality of a uh, small stipend or fee to view some of the uh, performances, uh, had you been relying for sustenance uh, on either monetary gifts or sponsorships? Yes, we had some uh, wonderful angels who uh, appeared on on the Dazzle uh, door. So their their gifts have been wonderful. They have helped uh, sustain these programs. Jazz is also, if we understand jazz and its history, is, is also a, a social statement. In light of, of, the, of the happenings in our world, um, we have done a lot of talks as well, understanding uh, social justice and, and uh, inequalities. Mm-hmm. You'll also see that on our streaming, uh, our YouTube page, on the uh, Dazzle site. But we've also tackled those issues as well. 
to to find some of the roots, causes, and, and problems, and, and potential solutions on, on moving forward. I think those are important dialogues to have because sometimes the most important art is the spoken word. And a, a lot of these talks also had music behind them. Uh, people from Ron Miles have been on the stage and several others. And it, it, they just, they've been wonderful talks engaging in uh, the, the, the substances of today in society. You know, and, and that's really good because, uh, again, uh, as you have uh, stated earlier, I mean, you, you, you're you all encompassing. You're, you're contacting people in the community and you're also engaging with them uh, in so many different art forms, everything from discussion or presentations, lecturing, covering things topical, social, etc., but along with that, the music programs, uh, the art that you uh, talked about as well, and involving children, and also visual artists. On our site, you'll also see the visual artists in uh, full uh, swing as well, presenting some of their art. And we also had some, while we were during our downtime, we had uh, a couple of visual artists come in and actually make uh, new art on our walls, which is going to be really cool to see. But also uh, Donnie Betts, our media artist, he did a, a, a wonderful talk and presentation on, on his thing. Uh, you know, art is, is only defined on, on how people express themselves and, and the ability to get a stage to it. So that's Dazzle. You know, and, and you made a statement, I think, in one of your interviews where you said that art serves as a vital source of hope and faith. And those are two things we could all use right now, a little bit of hope and a lot of faith. Oh, yes. We're going to get past and, this. Uh, faith in each other, hope in each other. As a community, we, we survive. And, you know, my jazz partners, El Chapultepec and Herbs and Nocturne and, and Sandra with Jazz at Jacks and, you know, over there at uh, Roxy and, you know, all the other ones. We've been talking to each other and, and it's just amazing. The more we talk and communicate with each other, we're getting through this. And, you know, we, we take our battles to the governor and to the you know, to the mayor, and uh, especially when it comes to blowing a horn, it may be a problem, but what are the solutions? And so we have a, an engineer looking at building a box and putting the box on stage and so we can still blow the horn. Don't tell us not to blow the horn. How do you blow the horn without the supposed blowing of air and uh, mm -hmm. mist out into the guest? So there's always the opportunity to win the day on everything we do. So that's why we need to look at it. Well, it sounds like you've taken that uh, in uh, fine fashion. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I think it's uh, commendable of you, Donald, and your team that you've uh, stepped up to the plate and you didn't just close down the venue and put the lights out and sit there in the middle of the room in this darkened venue and cried in your beer. You know, we, we just don't do that at Dazzle, you know, and neither does the customer. Mm-hmm. Either does the listener. It, our whole Listen More campaign that we've done for the last, you know, 10 years, our whole Love More campaign, our whole Give More. You know, and this year it's all Live, Live More. I look at those words, Live and Live, and how do you spell them? They're spelled exactly the same. How do you live Live More? Live More and Live More. And, you know, that, that's this year's campaign, and we're doing it, and, and it's what I insist upon. Well, you're doing it in fine style, and even as you said in part one of our conversation, uh, you had mentioned that uh, you seem to be busier than ever. 
Uh, and then that's a good sign. Yes. I, I, I have my little, uh, kind of li- live in this little two-story, and I just look out over a garden. I, the other, My other love is gardening. My third love is cooking. So I've, I've been able to, you know, do my music, attend to this uh, plot of garden, and and right now it's it's been a wonderful time of taking all the fruits of your labors to the garden and bringing them to the to canning and, and 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 making fun things only because i am one of those high risk candidates of uh having heart disease and lung disease and being 60 and uh i, I haven't been able to go to dazzle and that's you know probably the the hardest thing is when there's people inside of Dazzle, the doctor would prefer I not be there. So that that's a hard choice, and it's it's a hard choice. You know, like you said, I could have cried in my beer, but there's so many there's so many. Again, I don't know. The art just turns me on, and the people that perform it just keep me going, and it keeps me living. So I I appreciate art and the artist, and like I said, it keeps me going every single day. Well, I can't imagine that you would have any kind of a heart condition because you, sir, have your heart in the right place. Thanks. Thanks. And that, that's that really important. So a couple of final things. First of all, uh, people should take a look at uh, the website DazzlePresents.com and uh, you'll see the myriad of events and things that are going on. Uh, and it's, uh, it's pretty broad and, and extensive. I, I was impressed. Just it, it took me when I printed out your schedule, it was like three pages of things <laughs> just on my printer. Uh, and, uh, that says a lot because it was in small font type right. <laughs> as well. So that, that's really great. If somebody wants to get involved uh, monetarily, uh, I guess they can get information on the website as well as to how they might be able to gift or sponsor you. They may do that. And if anybody would ever like to uh, send me an email, it's uh, donald at dazzledenver.com. Anybody ever wants to talk, you can give my number a call, 303-921-4559. You know, if, if you have the same mission and that sort of thing, you know, let, let, let's talk about it. If you have an art that wants to be uh, put up there, whether you're a musician or, or whether you're just a lover of the arts, you know, let's talk about it and, and see what we can do about it. You know, we're, you know, being that you're from Colorado Springs, we've done a lot of work with the university there, um, with some of the folks down there. And that, UCCS? That's, uh Yes. Uh, well, there's also, well, there's Colorado College and the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs. But actually, both of them. And both of those colleges, people in those colleges have reached out to us. So, you know, our reach is, is not as far. And uh, what do they say? It's always six degrees of separation. And the world is not that big. It's uh, pretty, pretty small. It is, especially in the yeah. art world, in the art world, in the jazz world. It's 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 amazing who knows whom and what they can do together as a community to uh, bring all of us to a better place and a better time, or in a better time uh, later in our future. And speaking of the future, one final thing: I, I assume uh, you still have. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the back of your mind and uh, in your 
plan of operation that uh, Dazzle Jazz is going to resurface once that green light is available and you're going to get back to some of the uh, things that people traditionally have enjoyed at Dazzle? Well, you know, we're the, the green light's been on and we're open, so come on in. <laughs> when I first bought Dazzle 24 years ago now, where it started and where we are today, and, and it's almost like, well, I might as well just start with a lot of things that we did in the beginning and, and to re-energize a lot of different things, even for myself, my, my thought processes and, and things like that. And we're open. Everything's green. Everything's a green light. And uh, we hope it stays that way so that we can, you know, go from 50 seats, 60 seats to, you know, 60 to 70. And we can once again be at, uh, you know, a capacity of 300 people and, and providing music. And what I'm excited about most is what is going to happen to all the maturity in the music that is happening through this process. There's going to, I think, continue to be more reliance on people understanding our local art and, and getting to know their names a little bit better. Well, you're doing a great job of all of that, and uh, I wish you much success uh, to come in the days ahead of us. And I I will tell you as a compliment to you that uh, for all the things that you are doing to keep the arts alive, the music alive, uh, I I, I see that you're on the path for a humanitarian award somewhere in the (laughs) not-too-distant future. Everybody should be doing this. (laughs) So, but thank you, Alan. I, I appreciate that. Um, it's kind of you. Thanks, and I'm, and I'm humbled. Well, you know, we have to have community leaders like yourself to take us along on the journey, and that's that's really what it's all about. I, I can't thank you enough for not only what you do, but for allowing us uh, an opportunity to just uh, jump into your world for a little bit and present this to our listeners. Thank you. And uh, to the guy in the control booth, Without you, it wouldn't happen. And Alan, and you know, you give voice to music. You're another layer in a great thing. Thank you, all of you. Thank you for listening to this episode of All That's Jazz with Donald Rasa, the owner of the iconic Dazzle Jazz in Denver. Our thanks to Ben Sidron for our theme song, Mr. P's Shuffle. Please join us for our next episode featuring a conversation with trumpeter Alonzo Demetrius about the upcoming release of his provocative and timely new album. If you liked today's episode, please leave us a five-star rating on the app you used to listen to us. We have new podcasts every Wednesday. You may subscribe for free. We are now heard on all top platforms, as well as Facebook and our website, allthatsjazz.net. 